T-G-I-M, my friends, T-G-I-M. Thank God it is Monday. You got to be thankful for every single day that we are given on this earth, friends. And we've got to be thankful that we live in the greatest country in the history of the world. We've got to be thankful that this year is an election year and we can uh, all make sure that our voices are uh, are counted this year. Hopefully you saw my mail-in voting video that uh, exposes the absolute potential danger of mailing in your ballot. We need to take our ballots in, but we live in the greatest country in the world. I'm a little under the weather, but I had to bring you the news today. If you hear the little bit of raspiness in my voice, let's hope I make it through. I've got my my uh, my throat lozenges here if I need them throughout the show, so forgive me, but I wanted to bring you the news. Didn't come to you guys live on Friday. I shared a video instead, but I really personally just want to say thank you so, so much for choosing to spend a little bit of your day with me as I bring you the no-nonsense news. There's a lot of nonsense in the news today, and uh, hopefully share this. If you haven't already on Facebook, Twitter, uh, share this, YouTube, tag friends. Hopefully one of your family members or somebody else's will see something in today's episode that will wake them up and make them go, hmm, I need to rethink uh, what I've been believing. And that's what this show is all about. So thank you again so much. And if you're listening via the David J. Harris Jr. podcast, thank you so much as well. All right, let's get into it today. Well, uh, let's start off with just, I think, uh, exposing the true hypocrisy, you know, for the former president of the United States to get up on national television and tell the world that all these protesters are peaceful. You know, the DNC, they didn't mention one time anything about the riots, about the looting, about the murders, about the black lives that died because of these peaceful protests. No, they didn't say anything about it. Because they'd love to just allow it to continue. In my my opinion, they'd love to allow it to continue uh, to just continue to create more race baiting, race wars, division in this country. Because united we will stand, but divided we will fall. And that's what they understand and know. And they're all about dividing us. So here is the former president of the United States, Barack Hussein. I don't like leaving out his middle name because I think it's important. And it's, in, it's relevant. Here's uh, Barack Hussein Obama talking about peaceful protesters with a little bit of the peaceful protesters he's talking about uh, right below him. I understand that in this democracy, the commander in chief does not use the men and women of our military who are willing to risk everything to protect our nation as political props to deploy against peaceful protesters on our own soil. Why didn't you say anything about the absolute destruction and chaos, Obama, Hussein Obama? Why didn't you say anything about that? Why didn't we hear anybody on the Democrat side during their convention last week talk at all about the absolute mayhem that's uh, ensuing in Democrat-controlled cities? Is that why? Could, Could that be why? You don't want to point out the fact that these areas that are allowing these chop chaz zones to go on, these areas like Chicago, where there's just uh, rape, murder, torture happening all over the place. It's Democrat controlled cities that are allowing this to happen. And you don't want to talk about it. Were those the peaceful protesters that you were talking about, Obama? Were those the, the peaceful protests that were engulfing buildings in flames? Some buildings have even been have even been set on fire while people were inside. I think it's an absolute disgrace 
America that any former president whatsoever would get up and not talk about what so many of us, so many millions of Americans are concerned about that's taking place in our country right now. But that's the, the Democrat way. Right. They want to minimize everything that has anything negative to do with them. And they literally want to create stuff. I've got a video from Nancy Pelosi. You're not going to believe what she's calling the president and his allies, which I guarantee you she's talking about every Trump supporter. We are the president's allies. She she believes we are the enemy of the state. We are domestic terrorists. That's what this woman actually said. Are you kidding me? And yet she's the speaker of the House for the Democrats. You know, we've got the RNC this week. I cannot wait. I saw the president speak earlier today. Uh, I believe that this week is going to be absolutely beautiful. I think we're going to see uh, from and hear from many, many uh, individuals that are going to talk about the true uh, champions, the, the achievements that this president's made, that this administration's made. And I also believe that we're going to hear what we didn't hear at all from the Democrat National Convention. We didn't hear them talking about policies. We didn't hear them talking about anything that had to do with us Americans. I even saw a video from Ice Cube, if you can believe it. Ice Cube, who has not been a fan of the president, uh, probably grew up in the same Democrat monolithic voting mindset that most of the black community has. He actually put the DNC on blast. He said, I didn't hear them say anything about the black community. Where well, you're going to hear a lot this week of what this president has done for the black community. Uh, he's not leaving anybody out. He understands that uh, we all rise when when jobs are created, when taxes are lowered. The, the uh, Democrats, they want to do the opposite. They want to raise our taxes. They want to ship our jobs overseas. All the things that this president has done to bring an absolute bounty, the best economy we've ever seen, will be undone, friends, if we allow Joe Biden in office. In Chicago, are these some of the peaceful protesters that Obama was talking about? And if you see the link, if you're on Facebook, if you see the link, on Facebook, I've got it. I'm in a contest right now. Great week to be in a contest when I'm a little under the weather, but I'm in a contest nonetheless with Diamond and Silk, Graham Allen, DC Drano, and myself, and I will get to do my show right here from the Trump War Room if I'm the one that helps raise the most out of those four. So if you have if you have the ability to, if you want to donate, click the link on Facebook and uh, or go to Facebook if you're watching on Twitter or YouTube. Go to the link, click it, select me, and just give what you can. Give a dollar, give five dollars, give ten, give whatever you can to support this president. The benefit for me is I'll get to do my show from the Trump War Room Live, which will be an absolute, absolute blessing uh, for me. So that's what that link is up there for. So at least 60 shot, five killed over the weekend in Mayor Lori Lightfoot's Chicago. She came out and uh, addressed the fact that she believes she needs uh, police barriers. She believes that she can uh, can enforce the law enforcement to protect her home, not even just her home, her whole block. Yet when it comes to doing anything for the mayhem in her city, well, she's not really doing it. Violence begets violence. And if you make excuses for violence, you can expect it to grow. And, and it certainly has in Chicago, the alleged uh, under the alleged leadership of Mayor Lori Lightfoot. I don't think there's any leadership there whatsoever. Week after week, the number of people shot and people who are killed continues to rise. And if their aim starts getting better, more will die. Read the end uh, entire article for yourself at davidharrisjr.com an updated count of 66 people uh, have been reported five dead just over this last weekend where is the leadership the president said it today he'll send in the national guard just say the word they don't want help they want to allow the chaos to continue they want to allow the destruction to continue 
because they believe that pushing, allowing this Black Lives Matter movement to continue to push is going to continue to pull people into this whole, oh, poor black people. We need to they, we need reparations. We need more of this. No, 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 no. It's all it's all a bunch of it's all political, friends. It is one hundred and ten percent entirely political. Just as I believe this pandemic is, I understand people have died, but I also understand that, uh, gosh, what was it? If just two or three years ago, there was three, four hundred thousand, five hundred thousand people that died of the flu, of influenza. So if we really put things in perspective and add to that the fact that a lot of doctors are coming out, some doctors are coming out and sharing that they have been told to put COVID-19 on the death certificate, even if it is not 100% certain that COVID-19 is the, was the cause for their death. Uh, the doc- doctors are coming out saying that. So could these numbers be inflated? I believe personally that they are. But this is the other issue. They'll, ter- they'll use everything they can to make it political. Joe Biden literally said himself that if he became president and his doctors, these supposed experts like Fauci, he probably even pulled Bill Gates in as an expert. Uh, if they told him to shut the country down, in Joe Biden's own words, he said he would do it. Sworn in come January and we have coronavirus and the flu combining, which many scientists have said is a real possibility. Would you be prepared to shut this country down again? I would be prepared to do whatever it takes to save lives because we cannot get the country moving until we control the virus. That is the fundamental flaw of this administration's thinking to begin with. In order to keep the country running and moving and the economy growing and people employed, you have to fix the virus. You have to deal with the virus. So if the scientists say shut it down, I would shut it down. I would listen to the scientists. And that, friends, is exactly why we do not want a Joe Biden president. He would shut our. Are you kidding me? Shut the entire country down. Let's not even talk about the fact that, again, it's mostly Democrat-controlled cities that have had the biggest surges in numbers. Uh, you leave it to Cuomo to go put infected people in nursing homes. Look at the death rate in New York. They will use this pandemic, supposed pandemic. they will use this as a reason to hurt the economy, to crush jobs, to crush small businesses, which will then give them the opportunity to become the saviors of all those businesses and say, we're going to jump in and help you. Now you're in bed with the government. When you get in bed with the government and you allow the government to come in and be your rescuer and your savior for an extended period of time, the way that the, the Democrats would do it, friends, that's the road to socialism. That is exactly the road that we do not want to take. And again, I heard the president say it loud and clear today, the United States will never be a socialist country. Well, that is if he is reelected and we uh, support those that support him and his America first policies, Joe Biden will shut the country down. Think about what so many millions of Americans have gone through, are going through right now, businesses that are shut that may never reopen. And yet leave it to Joe Biden to say, doesn't matter. We got to listen to the experts. He's listening to his left wing radical experts that are trying to guide him to guide our country straight to communism through socialism. That, those are the experts that he would uh, that he would like to listen to, that he is listening to. And uh, we absolutely cannot cannot allow that to happen. Well, in Portland, these rioters, these criminals, these are the domestic terrorists. They have gone to a new level, friends. They are now throwing balloons filled with poop. Are you kidding me? How disgusting is that? They're throwing it at our police officers. Portland rioters throw poop balloons at police 
Trash Blazers Boys and Girls Club an 85th straight day of chaos. Where's the mayor? Where, where's the governor? What are they doing? Well, they're Democrats. They don't really care, in my opinion. The rioters in Portland have evolved and are now using a new weapon to use against the police and others, balloons filled with poop. How do you even do that? I have a question. How, how do you even... How do you even fill a balloon with poop? There's a lot of work that must go into getting feces inside of a balloon. I don't even understand. Where is the head of somebody that's doing this, then let alone throwing it at our police officers, throwing it at anybody? That's disgusting. That should be enough right there for the mayor of Portland to say, call the National Guard. But whether it's poop balloons, whether it's water bottles that have been frozen to be hard as bricks or bricks, literally, our officers are under attack and uh, their their local leaders, Democrat leaders, just don't seem to care. Let's go back to that. Since all of the riders are full of crap, they have an exhaustible, inexhaustible supply. Well, that's that's good. And if not, there are plenty of Democrats who support them that can fill in in a pinch. They were also throwing such things as golf balls, rail spikes, and rocks. They even tore down a road sign and used it to break out windows in police vehicles. Uh, they even mounted an attack on a boys and girls club sponsored by the Portland Trail Blazers. Where is the end to this chaos and madness? I don't really know if I see an end to it, friends, unfortunately, until those individuals that are running the cities that are allowing this to happen are booted out, are forced out. Uh, And hopefully things will calm down after the election. I don't know if that will happen or not. But let's look at let's look at Biden and uh, Biden and Harris. I don't even like saying Harris. She shares my last name. I wish I could talk some sense into her. But um, Biden, uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris asking for begging for money with what looks like they took a page out of the book of Batman. Maybe they wanted to. Maybe they thought that the uh, the nemesis, the enemy, and Batman with his face covered uh, would be a good way to then try to ask people for money. But you, you got to see this for yourself. I'm Joe. I'm Kamala. This is going to take all of us. So we need your support. Will you pitch in what you can to help us out? <laughs> Toting the party line, six feet apart, wearing a mask, knowing full well that as soon as the camera was off, they took those masks off. I think they're really just, or maybe, are they ashamed? They feel a little ashamed. No, I think it's all optics. They're trying to enforce the mask code. They're trying to enforce the six feet of social distancing. They're on camera. They're on a set. There's nobody around them. Yet they want to ask you for money while they're wearing these masks, looking like the enemy out of Batman. That was the first thing that came to my mind. Uh, again, we don't need to support them. If you're on Facebook, click the link at the uh, description of this post and uh, give what you can to the president. Um, select me in there as well. If you like me out of the other four, other three people, they're all amazing. But again, if I raise the most, I'll get to do my show live from the Trump war room. All right, let's get over here. The, the RNC is this week. Obviously, it starts, uh, uh, kicks off again tonight. I know the president spoke today, but it'll be taking place this week. And the liberal hack mainstream media, especially CNN, I mean, they're all a bunch of hacks over there, but they already are trying to prepare their viewers that are going to be watching. Again, I talked to my dad who voted for Obama twice, didn't vote for Donald Trump. He's believed the mainstream media's narrative, unfortunately, as so many have and so many in the black community has. But uh, Stelter over there at CNN, he's already paving the way 
to let his viewers know, oh, you know, it's just going to be full of lies. We're going to fact check everything. All you're going to get is a bunch of lies. When have we ever seen the mainstream media, journalists, supposed journalists, anchors, talk to their viewers, preparing them to hear from a, a political party's convention saying that all you're going to hear is a bunch of lies. They are grasping at straws. They're desperate for their viewers to not watch the RNC because the DNC was such a train wreck that they know anything positive, almost anything, will be better than what their viewers saw from RNC. But here's Stelter himself trying to set up his audience. What we are going to see in the next few days is a truth imbalance. There's a, a real likelihood, there's a real forecast of lies coming fast and furious from the president and sadly from many of his allies uh, in these speeches, in these videos, in these events that we are about to witness. There are discussions in newsrooms about how to handle what is likely to be a stream of lying. One leader and his followers mislead the public a lot more than the other side. Really? <laughs> How many times has CNN gotten hit for fake news? Oh, yeah, but you don't really hear about it because they offer the retractions several days later and stick it at the very bottom of something that nobody sees. But I've reported it here before. It's on my website. Search CNN and fake news at DavidHarrisJr.com, and you'll see the articles that we put out on not just CNN, but MSNBC. So many of the mainstream media networks out there, they get caught lying, absolutely bold-faced lying. But we're just going to tell everybody, you're going to hear a string of lies coming from all these people on this uh, during this uh, RNC. It's absolutely flabbergasting to me. Meanwhile, while uh, the, the left liberal mainstream media wants to continue to call Donald Trump a racist, the nation's top racist literally just endorsed, not Donald Trump, <laughs> he endorsed Biden. You cannot make this stuff up, friends. While Biden, Biden calls uh, Trump a racist, America's top racist has come out to endorse Joe Biden. Richard Spencer, who is the nation's top racist, racist, has endorsed Joe Biden, presumably because they have so much in common. Spencer, who does not approve of Trump's treatment of blacks with such programs as Opportunity Zones, support for traditionally black, traditionally black colleges and universities, as well as the First Step Act uh, that has seen many blacks released from prison, over 9,000, most of them black, uh, he's decided to support Joe Biden. <laughs> Biden has a long history of opposing programs for blacks as well as writing the crime bill that led to the mass incarceration of blacks, which he never, never took back, never apologized for. So many other congressmen that did sign off on that bill said it was a huge mistake. Joe Biden himself said, no, I'm not going to apologize for anything. I think it was positive. Uh, it led to the mass incarceration for, of blacks for nonviolent crimes is more his cup of tea. Uh, for Biden. Spencer is still is still smarting from Trump's condemnation of his action in Charlottesville. And uh, you, you got to you got to wonder, friends, when you've got the nation's uh, top white supremacist, avowed white supremacist uh, endorsing Joe Biden. I think that uh, I think you should pay attention to that. I, I think that counts for something. All right. Here we've got here. We've got this. Uh, and then I got to get to this video. But uh, I had a video that went absolutely viral. It went viral everywhere. It was the two girls that were harassing that young boy, seven year old boy. They took his hat. Well, the good news is justice came swiftly for these two police made the second arrest for those two young ladies. 
two young criminals, I'll put it that way, in the attack of the seven-year-old Trump supporter outside of the DNC convention. There are their faces. They're, those are Joe Biden supporters. Those are That's what Joe Biden supporters are willing to do, harass innocent little kids. Little kids. Well, justice came. Police made the second arrest uh, uh, in the attack of the seven-year-old Trump supporter outside the, 20, the uh, DNC convention. 21-year-old uh, Cameron Amy was arrested Saturday, just one day after Olivia Winslow was arrested and charged for the same attack against a seven-year-old boy. You know, the mindset of so many on the left, I believe there's a true separation happening. I believe that the Democrats that are more centrist, they're seeing their party go so far left, being taken over by radical progressives that want to bash Israel, that want to bash our country, that say we're not a great country, we've never been a great country. These centrist Democrats are watching this take place. They're watching the mayhem, the destruction take place in Democrat-controlled cities all over the place. They see the DNC. They see where no Democrat took the stage and denounced or said anything against the violence, the, the chaos, the murders that have been taking place. They're seeing that, and I truly believe they're waking up. There's a Democrats for Trump movement that is growing. And thanks to uh, young ladies like this, I think the Democrats uh, uh, that are more in the center are saying, you know what? They don't represent me. They don't represent what I believe. And and yet they're all in for Joe Biden. So how could you be all in for a person that has supporters like that, that uh, doesn't denounce the violence? How could you be all in for somebody that, again, and all honestly, sadly, seems like he's literally losing his cognitive ability and is having a hard time, a very hard time rubbing two thoughts together in the same sentence? Somebody pointed out to me that there was a whole lot of cameras shifting in Joe Biden's speech, and uh, we're wondering how many takes it took for Biden to get through that entire thing. It was not live. It was pre-recorded. Uh, and so, you know, when when you've got somebody that can't even get through one speech, yet they want to make him president of the United States? I don't think so. I don't think so. All right, let's get over to Nancy Pelosi. She's taken this to a whole new level of hate against our president and the Republicans in Congress and allies. They continue to say allies. Friends, they're talking about you and me if you support this president. She's gone so far now as to say that Donald Trump basically is a domestic terrorist and uh, we need to get him out. That's what she's saying. You cannot make this stuff up. Interfere in our election. But they're not the only ones. We take an oath to protect and defend the Constitution from all enemies, foreign and domestic. And sadly, the domestic enemies to our voting system and our honoring our Constitution uh, are right at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue with their allies in the Congress of the United States. But again, let's just get out there uh, and mobilize, organize, and not uh, let the president deter anybody uh, from voting. And again, support the postal system, which is election election central. They're doing everything they can. Suppress the vote uh, uh, with your actions. Scare people, intimidate by saying law enforcement will be there. diminish the role of the of the postal system in all of this it's really actually shameful enemies of the state really (laughs) it sounds a bit desperate friends i don't know about you but that sounds like a whole lot of desperation and railing accusations against our current commander-in-chief 
likening him, basically saying that he's a domestic terrorist. They're using this entire, uh, this, this whole scheme of, oh, the postal service. It's a hundred percent able to handle 150 million potentially ballots. It's a hundred percent able to handle that. And for the president to say that mail-in voting, uh, is, is an, a ripe opportunity for voter fraud. Well, he's a domestic terrorist. Friends, these Democrats are really exposing themselves for exactly who they are. They're exposing their hate, their absolute loathe for this president and what he stands for. And what does he stand for? He stands for you. He stands for me. He stands for America first. He stands for strong borders. He stands for America companies and jobs not being shipped overseas. He stands for doing what he's done his entire life, creating wealth. He's a master at creating wealth at negotiations. And now he's doing it for us, the American people. And friends, we need him to do that. If we leave it up to the Democrats, friends, our, our, our country will come quickly, I believe, very quickly, go right down the toilet. Thank God for President Donald Trump. And, I, and I, again, I, I believe that uh, if he's reelected, there's going to be a whole lot more dirt that gets exposed on how many of these politicians that have been in office have been getting their bank accounts padded from things like uh, the Ukraine, uh, from things like uh, Burisma, from things like China. I believe there's a whole lot of connections and ties that still have yet to be uncovered that I believe Donald Trump will uncover and get to the bottom of if we get him reelected. And that, I believe, is truly what has so many of these Democrats like Nancy Pelosi shaking in her boots. Uh, no wonder she must be sipping on the bottle as much as she is. She, she, she does not want to see another four more years of this president. Well, the attacks against churches have uh, continued. The So many cities and states have, uh, and local county officials and boards have actually said churches cannot continue to have church. They can't do this. They can't do that. My good friend, Sean Foyt, that's been leading literal revival services all over the country, he had the opportunity to talk to a former Soviet Union, uh, uh, a former Soviet prisoner from the Soviet Union that says, Church, you better wake up. People, you better wake up. He lays out the foundation for exactly what took place and how tyranny absolutely just ravaged his entire country. Former Soviet Union uh, prisoner tells American church, wake up, stand firm in Christ. Joseph um, Bondarenko, a former prisoner of the Soviet Union before its demise, recently visited worship leader Sean Foyt and told him that the American church must wake up and and resist religious persecution before it is too late. It's not just the church. They'll take over everything. I'm here to beg you to call the church to wake up and stand firm. Don't they realize what is happening now in America is exactly what happened to us in communist Russia? But... Bondarenko said that, uh, as was reported by Foyt, uh, it started with don't gather, don't sing, spread apart, listen to your government. Then it quickly turned into full on persecution and the church did not wake up in time. Whether you believe in your religious liberties or not, I'm thankful that the president announced that he believes that churches should be essential places to gather. Uh, but if you leave it to the Democrats, it's just one more little notch in their ability to bring socialism to this country and keep uh, and completely keep us from anything that would give us faith or hope. So many people get faith and hope from going to church. Why would Democrats want to keep that? Meanwhile, let's keep the weed dispensaries and uh, the liquor stores open. Yeah, they 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 want you drunk and high uh, so that you don't see exactly what's taking place in front of your eyes. And you can keep on watching that MSNBC, CNN propaganda Kool-Aid. Uh, and then pretty soon it's too late. It's exactly what will take place. 
Well, we've got uh, the president that made some amazing news yesterday. I had the opportunity. I don't know if you saw this or not. My good friend, Mike Lindell, which if you haven't gone to MyPillow and gotten something to support this man, do it. Not only will you love his products like I do, I've got his sheets. I love his mattress topper and his sheets the most. I think I love his towels too. But he came under complete attack on CNN. He went into the belly of the beast, literally went on CNN with Anderson Cooper and Anderson Cooper called him a snake oil salesman. Uh, it was it was a brilliant thing. I got the I got to interview Mike Lindell and Andrew Whitney, one of the executives at the company that actually has what I've been trying to tell you and been waiting to bring to you for months now that the FDA is stonewalling. They're blocking it. Hopefully, uh, just that hit piece that Anderson Cooper did with my uh, with Mike Lindell. Hopefully, that uh, will help stir some things up and make the FDA uh, move their hands. But when you go to my pillow, make sure you use the code David. Use the code David at mypillow.com. Um, here we've got Trump on COVID. This is one other notch. I actually messaged Andrew Whitney and asked him. I said, "Is the president going to be talking about your therapeutic, Andrew?" And this is a therapeutic that I personally gave to my friend that's here in Texas that had horrible symptoms, had had those symptoms for five days, couldn't sleep. And that night he took it. He slept like a baby and he woke up and he felt like a new person the next day. That is not just an isolated case. This has been happening, friends. There's a thousand over a thousand cases, a thousand safety tests have been done. Phase one, phase two testing. But there's been hundreds Think close to a thousand, but hundreds. I can tell you uh, in certainty uh, that of individuals that have had very similar reactions, almost all the same response to this therapeutic. So I reached out to Andrew and I said, "Is the president going to make an announcement about your therapeutic?" And he said, "No, he's going to make an announcement about plasma." Well, that's exactly what the president did come out and make an announcement about. But it is still amazing news. Uh, about this fight against COVID. On the therapeutics front, this is what I've been looking to do for a long time. This is a great thing. Today, I'm pleased to make a truly historic announcement in our battle against the China virus that will save countless lives. The FDA has issued an emergency use authorization, and uh, that's such a, a powerful term, emergency use authorization for a treatment known as convalescent plasma. This is a uh, powerful therapy that transfuses very, very strong antibodies from the blood of recovered patients to help treat patients battling a current infection. It's had an incredible rate of success. Today's action will dramatically expand access to this treatment. And I want to thank Dr. Hahn and uh, Secretary Azar, I want to thank the FDA, all of the people that have been working very hard on Amazing news. If somebody's had COVID and they've gotten better, we need your plasma. Get to your local blood bank, donate blood, donate plasma. Um, and uh, that's going to be a huge asset in our arsenal to fight this COVID pandemic. Friends, while I am under the weather, I got to tell you, uh, I couldn't do what I do. I couldn't bring you the news uh, without all without the support of all of you that support my wife and I's health and wellness company, UncorkedLiving.com. Uh, and even when I'm not feeling good, I get a good night's sleep because of our dream formula. I take this every night, literally every night. It helps relax my mind, relax my muscles, and gets me ready for a full good night's sleep. In the morning, I stop with coffee with just one capsule of interlene. 
just one capsule of interlane with some food, uh, you feel phenomenal. You get mental, cl mental clarity and energy for four to six hours. And then detox to help make sure that everything is moving out of my system. I take this detox plus. It, it, it covers, uh, the gallbladder, liver, and colon, helps to remove the gunk that sticks to the inside of your lining. And, uh, I gotta make sure I'm moving everything out. It, it helps to detox your system. It's very gentle on the tummy as well. And then my uncorked drink packets, which I normally have a bunch of them all over my desk and I must have drank them all, but my uncorked cork drink is phenomenal. I drink that throughout the day filled with five super fruits, five herbs, fuels your body with anti-inflammatory benefits and antioxidant benefits and anti-aging benefits. You can drink it hot like tea too with a sore throat. I, I love drinking it hot. Half a packet in a in a cup of tea is amazing. Uncorkedliving.com is a great way to get products that you will absolutely love. You'll love the results. We're getting a ton of testimonials from people that are trying our products, absolutely loving them, living better, feeling better. We say there's a better you bottled up. Get Uncorked today. So go to uncorkedliving.com and use the code David. You'll get extra savings in there as well. And that is how I'm able to bring you guys the show that I do. So God bless you all. Thank you so, so much for tuning in today. Enjoy the rest of of the uh, enjoy the RNC tonight. I'll be back with you all tomorrow at six o'clock Texas time. Have a great rest of your night. God bless you. Bye bye.